Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Remnants Podcast. Great to be here again with you all. Feels good to be recording again. And it's just a, another blessed day that the Lord has given us and another day for us to walk in His light and seek righteousness and wisdom. Um, I guess... Technically, you could call this a bonus episode, I guess, because um, it's supposed to be a weekly podcast, and I just op- uploaded an episode, I think it was yesterday or the day before, I can't remember, but um, my my plan and my idea is to be recording one episode every week, and hopefully um, it would be on Wednesdays early or early in the day Wednesdays that's usually when I have some time um to myself with without too many people being home so that I can concentrate and not have to worry about distractions or interruptions um with that being said I do not know for sure if I won't be interrupted or distracted on this episode I really hope not hopefully I can get through this episode and just yeah have it be smooth as possible I hope everyone is doing well I pray that you are just continuing to to grow in your relationship with God and um yeah let's just get right into some some stuff I have some notes this time, not like last time where I just kind of jumped into it. So, um, one thing I did want to start off with is I wanted to talk about um, my renewed relationships with a lot of my family members, actually. Um, Mainly my brother, my sister, and my dad. Um... So as far as my dad, he wasn't really around when I was growing up. Um, he was there for like the, the younger years, I'm pretty sure. Um, but maybe around like five or six years old, I don't remember him being there. Um, I think him and my mom separated around that time. And um, yeah, my dad, you know, struggled just like my mom did, even though my mom was there, she struggled to be a parent. And so my dad was kind of the same way where, you know, he he had his own struggles and his own issues and, and addictions and things like that. And so it definitely made a barrier between us for sure. Um, I did spend some time living with my dad when I was in high school. Um, you know, there were some good times, but there was definitely uh, way more bad times than the good times. And, you know, maybe I'll I'll discuss those things more in depth in another episode, maybe a specific series in the podcast. I'm not sure. I'm still trying to figure out this whole thing and trying to get it more organized for you guys. Um, I know organization is, is really key to keep people's attention. So I'm really trying to work on outlines and organization for this podcast um but yeah back to my dad so um his mom just like my mom um 
His mom raised him in the church as well. She was a God-fearing woman, really wonderful woman of God. And um, she practically raised almost, I want to say, like three or four generations of us. Um, so not only her kids, but, you know, her her kids' kids and, and even, like, the, the grandkids and great-grandkids, all that stuff. Like, everyone lived in the same um, house or apartment building that she owned in Humble Park. Um, we all grew up in that house at some point or another. We all went through there. And so, you know, she would go to church every Sunday. If she was home, she'd sit on the front porch and just sing, you know, worship songs or gospel songs or hymns or just, just anything, you know, she was always praying and she would pray out loud and she would do it purposely so that we all heard her you know it's pretty funny um yeah she would just be super loud and and she would talk to us about going to church and you know unfortunately a lot of her kids and grandkids and stuff they they all went through pretty rough up not upbringings because it wasn't her fault but like Almost everyone in, on my dad's side of the family has, has some really strong issues that they've dealt with and gone through. And even her kids, um, you know, drug addictions and, and losing a kid to, to drugs and um, kids going through the prison system multiple times. So even with all that, you know, she not, not once did she ever lose her faith. And um, her light shined bright up until... Uh, the the day that she passed um god bless her soul um but yeah so my dad very much like myself he grew up around that and it just never really stuck with him so he didn't pass it on to me and he just ended up living his life the way he wanted to do it and doing this things his own way and living his life independently of, from god and we all know what happens when you try to live your life independently from God. You end up making some wrong turns and, and things like that. Um, so that was like my relationship with my dad. Um, my brother and my sister, um, we grew up together. And we pretty much took care of each other. You know, we looked out for each other. We 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 were... Uh, a pretty tight group as kids growing up all the way up until hmm, teenage years, I guess you could say. That's when um, things kind of fell apart living with my mom. And, you know, that's another story that I also might need to, I don't know, make a, a whole episode or a series. I don't know, like I said, but um, basically our... our we all got split apart. So me, my brother, my sister, we ended up just being torn apart by circumstances in our lives. And, you know, my brother went to go live with one of my aunts. My sister was like couch surfing between friends and, and family sometimes. And I stood with my mom. And so we had that, that, that tight family bond and, and that tight brotherhood and sisterhood just ripped apart from us and we just grew apart um 
you know, we, we really did. And we all started li- living our own lives for ourselves and being independent, not only from from God, but from each other as well. You know, it was almost as if, you know, sometimes I would go months without seeing my brother or my sister. And so, yeah, so those relationships with my brother, sister, and my dad, they were all just kind of messed up. And it, and it stood that way for a while. You know, once things got bad with my brother and things got spaced out between my sister and my brother and all that. Um, we kind of never discussed what happened or um, we just never reconciled the situation. And it wasn't anything that we all did to each other. It was just certain situations and circumstances that kept us apart. And we just never got back together. Um, but... I want to say hmm, maybe a year ago, maybe two years, I'm not sure. Um, my, I think my sister was first to start going back to church. And I think she was attending the same church as my brother. Um, and I think their their relationship started growing back together before I got in the mix, I'm pretty sure. Because they were still living in the city, and I'm, I was living in the suburbs, so I was basically out here, not on my own, because I still live with family, but apart from them still. And so, um, my aunt came from Puerto Rico, and she encouraged me to go to the Bridge Community Church out here where I live in Des Plaines. And from that first time I went to that service... I just kept going back, and I'm pretty sure I told the story already, but yeah, I kept going back, and I started to grow in my relationship with with God again, and and building my faith again in in Christ, and um, kind of, yeah, I guess you could say supernaturally, um, it led to a reconciliation and like a strengthening of my relationship with my brother and sister first because we were all you know attending church and building a relationship with God on our own and doing that we actually had something in common which is God which is awesome that's like I mean if you're going to have anything in common with your family if God is one of them it should be the main one um and even if that's the only thing, that's all you need, you know. And so through God and through Christ and through our our faith, we were able to come back together as as brothers and sisters. And, you know, now we're we're at such a great place. It's it's crazy. Um, we have a group text and that might not seem like anything big to you guys, but it's big for us, you know, I. We just never really talk to each other. Now we talk to each other almost every day. You know, we send each other YouTube videos of, of sermons or or clips of, of people, you know, in church or worship songs. You know, we'll send each other, you know, recommendations on worship songs or just scriptures or things that we've been dealing with in our lives and just speaking truth and, and wisdom and victory into each other's lives. And it's been amazing. Um and then with my dad, it's the same thing. Um, 
my dad is living in Florida now, and I he's in some kind of program. I, I honestly don't know exactly what it is, but it's something to help with his um, battles with addictions. And, um, man, he's doing so well. Um, I'm not sure if I could upload it to here, but uh, if I can, I will. Um, man, he leaves me voicemails all the time because <laughs> my dad's funny, man, because he calls a lot and, and sometimes, most of the time when he calls, I'm at work, so I can't really answer the phone. Um, a lot of the time when he calls and he's not really a texting type of person, so he'll just keep calling me. And it's funny because every time he calls, it doesn't matter how many times he calls, like he'll leave me a voicemail every single time. And, and they're just the most genuine and, and loving voicemails, man. Just hearing these voicemails, I, I try to save them all because they, they just mean a lot to me. Um, he always kind of starts off like, Joshua, my loving son, my only son, my cherished child. God bless you. How are you? I love you. And he'll, he'll say, I love you like six or seven times in the, in the voicemail, man. And it, it's, 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 it's insane. I mean, I, 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 for lack of a better word, it's, it's insane for me to hear that from my dad. Um, not that he never loved me before. I know he always loved me, but just seeing that the person that he is and man, the wisdom when I have, when, when you want to talk about wisdom, there's two people in my life that I consider very, very wise. And one of them is my aunt from Puerto Rico. Uh, God has blessed her with, with such wisdom and, and clarity and knowledge and understanding. She is, man, she is a true force for God's kingdom. Um, and then my dad's the second one. Like, I don't even think my dad understands how much wisdom he has. Um, this, this man's just in two or three sentences, he quotes like so many scriptures and he just drops so many gems and it's, it's, it's amazing. You know, not saying that quoting scripture makes you wise, but just like it's, it, I can't really explain it. I'm probably doing a terrible job, but anyway, my point is, is that our relationship was reconciled through through our faith in Jesus Christ as well. And so my point of bringing this up is I just want to encourage you guys to 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 look at your relationships whether it's your friends or family um or loved ones whatever. Look at those relationships and and if if you see that there's a strain there or if there's issues or you know a gap or a bridge or a barrier you know, try to figure out what that is. You know, maybe it's you. You know, these these strains on, on on my relationships, I wasn't an innocent party. You know, I could have reached out earlier. I could have tried to, to contact them more, and I didn't. Um, you know, but, but through God, you know, supernatural things are possible. And so... You know, I don't know your situations in your home or with your family, but, you know, I, I really, really, really encourage you guys to to look at, at your relationships and, man, try to put God right smack in the middle of it. You know, put God at the center of it and just watch him, you know, move, watch him do his thing and watch him 
create a bridge where there's troubled waters, you know. Um, he's he's more than capable of doing it, and and more than that, he wants to do it because he wants you to have a good relationship and a good fellowship um, in your life with the people around you. Um, so with that said, let's another topic I wanted to get into. Um, so my sister. Um, speaking of family, my sister was texting us in the group chat and she was telling us how, um, she was just telling us how she had kind of fallen off with her, her time with God. And, you know, she was, she was just telling us like, Hey, you know, I haven't really been watching Andrew Romack on YouTube. That's something that we do together. Kind of, um, if you guys don't know who Andrew Womack is, or if you guys don't follow him, I, I, that's another thing that I encourage you to do. That man is full of wisdom, and um, he's gotten me through a lot. Um, I think I mentioned him before on here. Man, it's that's the problem with taking off so much time from the podcast is I don't remember what I talked about or not, and I don't want to repeat myself and bother you guys or whatever. But, yeah, Andrew Womack, um, Andrew Womack Ministries, look it up. There's so much in there. Um, I recommend The True Nature of God. I'm pretty sure I recommended that book already, but it's just a powerful book and it set me free. Um, well, I guess you could say it led me to being set free. Um, but either way, yeah, she was just telling us like, hey, you know, like I haven't been looking, watching the YouTube videos, you know, I haven't been setting, spending time with God. I haven't been reading my word I and I've been letting laziness take control. And I was like, man, sis. I was like, you're preaching to the choir. Like, I've been doing the same thing. Like, I've been in my word, um, but sometimes I do let laziness take control and, and, and laziness creep in. And I'm just like, oh, man, I don't really want to read it. I kind of just want to chill, kind of want to relax, or uh, I don't really want to watch Andrew Olmack today. I kind of want to just watch something else, whatever. And so what I told her was... Um, Something that really, really helps is setting aside a specific time for, for God. Um, when you do that, you help yourself and, yeah, you just help yourself. Because if you set aside a specific time, then you know every day, like, okay, this time, this is the time that I have for God. So you could just do whatever else you want to do throughout the day and get things done. But then once, like, let's say 3 p.m. comes, you know, like, okay, 3 o'clock, I got to sit down, got to open the word, got to get into it, got to get my studies on. Even if it's a, a a chapter a day, two chapters a day, or, you know, however however long, you know, don't don't put too much pressure on yourself and don't set your, your, your standards or goals too high, because I did that to myself before as well. Where I was like, man, I have to read three chapters a day. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Um, yeah, I was just, I was just getting into my own head. And um, as Christians, we really got to get out out of our own way and out of our own head. And we have to stop judging ourselves because that's really what it is: is you're judging yourself and you're saying like, if I don't read three chapters a day. 
then I'm not even, I might as well not read any. And I've done that to myself. I've done that so many times because I put that that limit or that maximum um, of of so many books to read or chapters to read in a day. And I said, ah, oh, I'm not going to be able to read all those. So I'm just not going to do it at all. Don't do that. Um, that's the enemy tricking you and you're letting the enemy deceive you into thinking like, oh, if you're not going to read all of them, don't read them at all. No, that's a lie. Um, you should read whenever and however much you can. Um, you know, also don't be, it's, you have to find a balance because you also don't want to just read, you know, if you just limit yourself to a chapter a day, you're kind of just really limiting yourself and you're almost limiting God to work in your life. So you really have to find a balance. Um, I would say just crack open the Bible and just start reading. And, you know, wherever you want to stop, you stop. Wherever you stop, that's it. But when you set aside that, that time and that specific time frame for God, um, it, it really helps because you, you're just able to, um, like I said, do what you have to do throughout the rest of your day. And then once it starts getting closer to that time, you can prepare your little area, your little space, get into the word, study it, meditate on it, and, you know, just let it grow on its own from there, you know, naturally. Um, God will see you doing that, and the spirit inside you will be fed, and and, and it'll grow. It'll, it'll work out, trust me. Um, you know, what I've been doing, too, is, like, I've really been just trying to figure out my purpose, um, God's purpose for my life and, and my mission specifically for his kingdom. <clears throat> I've been doing that through reading the word, um, you know, just trying to gain as much knowledge and wisdom through it as I can. And, um, you know, just being receptive to, to hopefully having open ears and eyes for whatever he needs to show me or tell me. You know, um, I, I really want to figure it out. You know, that's, that's what I really want to figure out in my life is, you know, what am I here for? What does God want me to do? Where does he want me to be? And the best way to, to get onto that road is to just, um, find that road and just pursue it. And you pursue it by, by living righteously and just, um, being humble, humbling yourself, you know, finding a church, you know, planning your, your foundation in a, in a local church or something and, you know, serving and helping others and just living a righteous life and, and like I said, seeking his face and praying and, and worshiping. And I, I, I know it's going to come. I know God's going to speak to me and, you know, he's, he's been throwing little, little things in my head here and there and you know I'm just praying for for confirmation on certain things and um that's just awesome you know I I, I pray the same thing for you guys that you know if you guys are looking for you know hey what am I here for you know I'm, I, I'm a part of the the body of Christ now but you know what part am I you know that's a fair question um so don't don't feel like, you know, you're the only one who's lost. I mean, we're never lost. You know, we're saved, but um don't feel like you're the only one who's 
kind of just start trying to figure it out. Um, I think that if you do all the things that I said, like praying and reading and all that stuff, I think, again, being in the word, following that, that path, you know, the next step will be shown to you little by little. It might not be, you know, for me, it's like, oh man, I want to see the grand scheme. You know, I want to see the finish line. I want to see where I'm going to be or where I'm supposed to be. And it's good to imagine those, those kind of things, but, um, you know, don't let your effort and, and, and determination be, um, affected by a limited view. Sometimes God limits our view for our betterment. So just be aware of that. Um, let's see what else. Um, also too, I, I'm trying to, to be healthier. I'm 31 and man, sometimes I don't feel it. My body feels it for sure. I'll get into that. But like, I think mentally kind of, I don't feel 31. I kind of, I don't know. I feel the same as if I was 21 and that's not to say that I haven't gain more knowledge and stuff, but I I don't know how to explain it. I just, 31 got here quicker than I thought it would, basically. And, um, you know, as you age, uh, your body needs way more attention and it needs more, more care. Um, and I'm finding that out the hard way, man. Like I, I'll be 100,000% honest with you guys. Just like I try to be every single time. I do not work out at all, and I don't eat the way that I should, and the last time I went to, to the doctor and got a physical, my doctor basically knew all of this because of test results. She was like, your cholesterol is high, your good cholesterol is low, your bad cholesterol is high, you're a little overweight, um, you're not working out, you're not exercising, you're staying in place too much, you're you just got to change. You got to get better. And, and this was a while ago and I haven't made any changes and it's sad. It's, uh, it's disappointing. And I know that I have to change. Um, you know, our bodies are, are temples for the Holy spirit and, you know, God gave us these bodies to take care of while we were here on this earth. You know, um, we can't going back to, to mission and purpose. We can't fulfill our mission and purpose if, you know, if we're dragging our feet or, you know, we're carrying around all these unnecessary health conditions. So do your do your best to take care of yourself. Um, you know, I know insurance can be um, expensive and I know right now things aren't um, super easy as far as seeing a doctor and all that stuff. But just do your best to take care of yourself. Um, again. I'm speaking to myself in these things. So what I'm going to do to close out the podcast episode for today is I'm just going to go through um, some of my Bible study notes that I had um, from this week so far. And I am in Proverbs. And I'll be discussing some things from nine Proverbs 9 through 12. <coughs> I apologize, excuse me. So, th- 
throughout Proverbs, um, I think the, the, the one thing that's talked about a lot is wisdom. And so wisdom means getting things done. You know, wisdom in a way is is complete. So we need wisdom because with wisdom, we, we can just get things done. You know, um, wisdom provides answers to questions and solutions to problems. So we need to get wisdom. Um, people who gain riches through wickedness have nothing in all actuality. Their riches are like dry bones. So I wrote that um, from, uh, again, Proverbs, I don't know, Proverbs, somewhere in Proverbs 9 through 12. Um, but yeah, I mean, how many, it feels like lately more than, than any other time since I've been alive, I've been hearing a lot more about billionaires and and all these people that have like tech companies and they're all just filthy rich and wealthy, right? And it's like, man, you see that and you're like, ah, these people have so much money. I don't even have a percentage of that. And it's it's very easy to, to allow ourselves to to get focused on that, that financial aspect of life. And it's like, oh man, these people, you know, like I know that this guy's probably a, a, a dirt bag or, you know, just somebody that's not living righteously and you know it's it's easy to think those things but we have to remember um if it is true that those people are wicked and and that they don't believe and they don't have that faith you know we have to understand that you know they can have all the money in the world but you know those riches are not the riches that we have we have eternal riches we have eternal treasures and and you know if we say that to someone, they might look at us and laugh and be like, that sounds stupid. You don't have anything right now. And it's like, yeah, that's cool. But right now is exactly that. It's right now. Um, this is all temporary. This second is gone. It, this next second, gone. And you could have all that money right there. You can have those cars, the, the, the homes, all that stuff. Even if all my treasures are stored up for me in heaven, that's great. Because when I get there... I'll be able to enjoy them. So we got to we got to keep that eternal perspective. Um Proverbs 10:3 says the Lord will not allow the righteous soul to famish. So what I wrote for my notes is that our souls carry our desires. God will set our souls to line up with our spirit and we will not go in need of anything. And our desires will begin to coincide with what God desires for us. And so we will get the exact things that our souls pant or cry out for. So this is a, this is, you know, the Bible is filled with promises and the Bible is, is all truth. So when you read this, the Proverbs 10, 3, the Lord will, will not allow it's, it, that's, that's basically a promise. That's a that's that's a statement. You know, God is this is just truth. This is the Lord will not allow the righteous soul to famish. So if you ever feel like your soul is famished, then you're not activate you're not um activating your faith and you're not walking in faith. 
you know, you have to, to go back into the word so that you can be reminded of, of the promises. And there's so, it's endless. There are endless promises in the word. And all you have to do is go in there to find them. Um, Proverbs 10.4 He who has a slack hand becomes poor, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. So there you go again. I think the last podcast episode I was talking about being lazy and earlier today, and it's like, Bible clearly says, work hard, you know, um, work hard and gain for yourself. Don't expect God to just hand everything out to you. He is our father and he has commanded us to work. He has provided the tools and the skills and it's up to us to roll up our sleeves, get into the dirt and plant those seeds. You know, we can't just expect an overflow of blessings just just because we're his children you know that that sounds wrong and bad and I, I hope that you don't take that the wrong way but it's like we still have to put in work we still have to do our part and we have to do things not even expecting anything in return because that's not how it's supposed to be we're still supposed to to work for God's glory and not our own um Righteousness brings you favor with people. Um, Don't you want to be remembered as someone who is just, kind, peaceful, thoughtful, considerate, hardworking? I know I do. You know, I know whenever the time comes, you know, hopefully it's, it's, well, whenever it comes, I don't really care. But um, I would like to be remembered as as those things. And so if you live a righteous life, you know, you, you can be sure that the people that, you know, um, the people that are still alive or whatever, however the case may be, they're going to remember you as such. And, and that's a, just a good thing to know um, as you move through life. Um, with wisdom comes the ability to hear a command and follow through on it. At the very least, wisdom will put you into a place of effort. Without wisdom, we will hear a command and turn away from it and choose our own command to follow. So, yeah, it's very true. Um, you know, wisdom brings you to a certain place in, in a certain spot and you're, it says, okay, hey, this is this is where you're at. This is what that road is, this is what this road is, the, here's what's on that road. Um, wisdom just brings you knowledge, and the more knowledge you have about something or situation or a place, the easier it is to, to navigate it. Um, it's wise to hold your tongue, observe, and listen. If you shoot off at the mouth every chance you get, you risk two things. One, saying something impulsive or foolish, and two, missing out on more wisdom and knowledge from others around you. So, you know, um, I forgot what the saying is, but like, I know that there's a saying about the quietest person in the room is usually the smartest or something like that. And it's true. Um, You know, you want to be able to, to... to hold your tongue and just listen to the conversations around you and listen to what other people have to say. Um, that way you can, you know, you can grab the stuff that, that you feel is, is good information to have 
And then you can also see like, oh, okay, this person believes that. All right, let me stay away from them. So another thing, I should have put the verse for this. I could have swore I did, um, but I didn't. So in Proverbs also, it says, a lazy man is like smoke to the eyes or vinegar to the teeth to those who have to deal with him. I think that's a paraphrase. That's why I didn't write the verse number. But either way, um, man, doesn't that sound bad? Like, I've gotten smoke in my eyes before. Um, and that burns and it hurts and it irritates. And you don't want to be looked at like that as, you know, as a person or as a worker. You know, you don't want people to, you don't want to be like that last kid picked on the, for the, for the teams in, in gym class. So just make sure that you're working hard and make sure that you're putting an effort in everything you do. Um, you know, we have to consider all work, work for God's kingdom. Riches do not profit in the day of wrath. <laughs> and I, in my notes, I put, stop being so concerned with money, Josh. Because lately, man, that's all I've been worried about. Um, you know, I've, I'm planning my wedding still. And uh, I do wish that I had a little bit more money saved and I spent a little bit more money than I should have on things that I don't really need. Um, but I have to remember that riches do not profit in the day of wrath. So it's like, you know, stop worrying about money so much, man. It's, it's, if, it's, if it's needed... And if it's for a good cause and if it's for something good in your life, um, I do believe that God will provide it some way or somehow. Proverbs 11.8 says, The righteous is delivered from trouble and it comes to the wicked instead. So, um, what, I'm, what I'm saying there, or not what I'm saying, sorry. What the Bible is saying there, it's like... Um, you know, we, we will be delivered from trouble. And it's saying we will be delivered from trouble. So that's basically already giving the hint that we, we will find ourselves in trouble sometimes. So we will have troubling times and, and trials in this life. But the Bible says that we will be delivered from it. And the troubles we were facing will fall on the wicked. Um... I have way more notes here, so I think Corinthians, I'm also in 1 Corinthians. Um, I was reading that, and to be honest, I kind of got a little lost. I was having trouble, I think it was chapter 8 and 9, I don't remember, I think it was both of those. I was reading them, and I was like, I don't get what's what Paul's trying to say here, really. Um so I'll probably save that for next week's podcast. Um, but I just encourage you guys, um, go through Proverbs, what is it, 9 through 12. Um, go through Proverbs 9 through 12. I mean, go through all of Proverbs, of course, but 9 through 12, there's just a lot of stuff. It covers a lot of different areas. Um, you know, wisdom being the, the, the principal thing. That's kind of a pun because that's in the Bible, but I hope you guys got that little joke. Um, but anyway, 
Um, yeah, go through Proverbs 9 through 12, spend some time in there and, and see what you can pick out of it. See if there's anything that stands out for you. And, you know, I hope that it blesses you. I hope that whatever, you know, you, you read from the word, whatever time you spend in the word and with the spirit and feeding your spirit, I know that it's going to be a blessing for you. Um, Thank you guys again for for hanging around and coming back to the channel if you're if you're back and to anyone new that's listening, God bless you, I love you and, and welcome to the show and um I love you all very much. I pray that God blesses you and keeps you and um provides for you and that you all just push forward and persevere and conquer each day um as you should as ch- children of God. Let's close out with a prayer. Father God, I thank you for just being holy. Um, man, it's just, it's it's amazing to be considered one of your children. Um, you look down upon me with favor. You look down upon me with love. And, you know, you provide me endless grace that I, I am not deserving of. But you do it anyway because you love me. You know, um... You are everything that I need, and you're all that I'll ever need for the rest of my life, and I'm just so thankful for that. I glorify your name because you deserve it. Father God, I ask that you forgive me for falling short of of who you want me to be. Um... I know that I could be doing so much better and I, I really want to and I'm I'm going to keep pushing towards it and hopefully that I, I just want to be a light to the world. Father God, I love you so much and I thank you. Um I pray for all my listeners. I pray that you would bless them, that you would touch their hearts and and um you know intervene in their lives. And just place yourself in the middle of any of their situations and issues and problems and bring them comfort and peace. Um, I thank you and I praise you and I, and I ask all this in the name of your wonderful son, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, everyone. Goodbye. and God bless. See you on the next one.